This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Well, good morning. It is Friday, March 20th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just a few days after a man was gunned down and killed in the Annapolis Bay Ridge Gardens community, two men robbed another man in the hallway of that same complex. It happened about 7 p.m. on Wednesday night, and according to the Annapolis Police Department, the suspects pointed guns at the victim, demanded money, they took the money, and ran into a nearby apartment. That was a critical mistake. Police did arrive. One of the suspects was exiting the apartment and was promptly arrested, and the other one was found in the apartment and promptly arrested. The two men that were arrested were a 22-year-old and a 16-year-old, both of Annapolis, and they were charged with armed robbery and seven other related charges. Nobody said criminals were smart. As Ward 5 Alderman Mark Rodriguez called it quits, so does Delegate Alice Kane. Yesterday, she submitted her resignation to House Speaker Adrienne Jones, citing family concerns and saying that she is ready to move on to the next chapter in her life. Delegate Kane was first elected in 2018, and she did serve two full sessions of the Maryland House of Delegates. And now what happens now is the Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee will select the replacement. That involves an interview process as well as some private and public interviews before the committee will undertake a series of votes to narrow it down to the one that they select. They put that name forth to the governor, and the governor does appoint that person to fill the seat of Delegate Kane. And what that means is the next time the legislature convenes, the Annapolis area, District 30A, will not have any elected representatives in the House of Delegates. Let that one sink in for a little bit. All right, let's slide into some COVID news. Governor Larry Hogan held a press conference yesterday morning at 10 a.m. with an update on a number of things and a couple new actions that he has taken to battle this virus that is storming across the country. Maryland currently has 107 confirmed cases. The first death was a Prince George's County man. And we also now have our first case of a child contracting the virus up in Howard County. Some of the new actions that he has taken is he has reduced the number of people allowed at gatherings from 50 down to 10. He's also ordered the closure of all enclosed shopping malls, as well as bowling alleys and pool halls. BWI now does have a strict restricted access policy. Only ticketed passengers and only badged employees will be allowed in this terminal. The only exception would be somebody that is a ticketed passenger that has a disability that does need assistance. That person's assistant can come in to help them. He's urging everybody to use mass transit only for essential travel, including emergency personnel, frontline healthcare workers, and anyone whose job is critical to the supply chain. He has requested that the University System of Maryland keep all students off campus and finish the spring semester online. He updated us on his hospital surge plan that was looking to add 6,000 beds to Maryland. 900 beds are already made available, and by early April, another 1,400 will be expected to come online. Some good news for bars and restaurants, and they could use some here, is that now delivery and carryout of alcohol will be permissible as long as local laws are met. Most local jurisdictions are also waiving that and going along with this policy. This will allow for delivery and carry-out sales of alcohol by restaurants, bars, distilleries, and wineries, again, all subject to local other laws. He has also lifted restrictions on delivery trucks. 
allowing vehicles to be 15% over their weight limit if they are delivering equipment and goods directly related to the COVID-19 state of emergency. So that means we probably should get more toilet paper pretty soon. In his comments, though, Governor Hogan did say he wanted to be very clear. If you are having a family picnic in a park with more than 10 people, you are breaking the law. It sounds like Governor Hogan is ready to put down the hammer on that, rightfully so. If you are still working and you head into Wawa today, you may be waiting a little bit longer. Effective at 5 a.m. this morning, Wawa will not allow customers to pour their own cups of coffee. Additionally, all self-service fountain beverages, icy drinks, and the milkshakes and all that are going to be closed to customers. It's all in response to the COVID-19 virus. Additionally, employees will individually bag all baked goods as well for customers. Stores are no longer open 24 hours a day. They will be closing from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. for a deep cleaning every single day. At that time, crews will also restock the shelves as they can. Funny thing I saw in a Wawa yesterday in that center little carousel where they usually sell the wraps. Up at top, they had toilet paper for sale, and it looked like the toilet paper that was probably in their restrooms, and it was for sale for 99 cents a roll, a limit of two per person. And late last night, Governor Larry Hogan announced that Maryland has received the official designation from the U.S. Small Business Administration for the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, which will provide low-interest federal disaster loans for small businesses that are impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. This will let businesses that have a financial strain, pay bills, payroll, accounts payable, etc. They are long-term payments stretching out up to 30 years. So if you want to check that out, there is a link on ionanapolis.net. And if you don't feel like going there, I'll give you the full URL because the government never makes it simple. But you go to sba.gov slash funding hyphen programs slash disaster hyphen assistance. So it's sba.gov slash Funding programs with a hyphen between the two words, slash disaster assistant, again with a hyphen between the two words. Again, that's up on ionanapolis.net, and there is a direct link there from there as well. All right, let's get on to some feel-good stuff here. Some local businesses and ACT, which is Anne Arundel Connecting Together, are getting together to help feed those that are in need during this COVID-19 crisis. This was all sort of spearheaded by Monica Alvarado, who is the owner of Bread and Butter Kitchen in Eastport, one of my favorite places to get breakfast and probably the best view in town. But they have created a thing called Feed Anne Arundel. And essentially what it does is it raises money to pay restaurants to prepare meals for those people who may be in need of food. What it does is it supports the community by paying local restaurants to make the food for those that are in need, and that will allow restaurants to pay their employees and keep the lights on. They have established a GoFundMe for this. You can make a contribution to it. Go to GoFundMe.com and then search for Feed and Arundel. Again, if you want to go to ionanapolis.net, we do have a link right there with all of the details of the program. But I think this is a great one to feed those that are in need in Anne Arundel County. And boy, the arts never sleep. Check this out. Maryland Hall has come up with a really creative way for you to support local businesses and Maryland Hall. They're encouraging everybody to go purchase a gift card or a gift certificate from your favorite local restaurant or merchant and donate that gift card to Maryland Hall. Why would you do that, you say? Well, what they're going to do is they're going to take all the donated gift cards and they're going to integrate them into their silent auction at the annual Arts Alive celebration, which is currently planned for September 11th, 2020. Fingers crossed that we are over this by then. But what will happen is your money goes to work right away. The restaurant immediately gets a boost in sales. And in September, it'll help Maryland Hall raise much-needed funds. And finally, when redeemed, 
it will generate the business at that restaurant just as they are starting to recover. So I think that's like a really cool idea. Oh, and you get a tax write-off. What you need to do is you send your gift card or the gift certificate to Maryland Hall. Their address is 801 Chase Street, Annapolis 21401. Include your name, your address, and the gift card amount, and they're going to send you a tax receipt for that donation. Boom. Real easy. All right. Hey, stay tuned and let your fellow inmates, that's what I'm calling everybody that's hung together in their house now, but let your fellow inmates know that we'll be doing a live, and I'm supposed to insert the scared emoji here, podcast this weekend. And it's all about helping businesses. We hope to have the governor join us as well as County Executive Pittman, Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley, some people that are spearheading some great projects that are helping local businesses, some of the businesses that have been affected by the COVID-19 virus pandemic, and others that have really felt the crunch or fear the crunch that may be to come. You want to tune into this. This is going to be a live podcast. It will be Facebook live on the All Annapolis page. Kind of frightening and daunting for me, but it'll be fun. Right now, I don't have a time or a date for it. It will be this weekend. We're trying to work around the governor's schedule to figure out a time when he can call in and chat with us for about 10 minutes. It is Friday, so I got absolutely nothing for you this weekend. Everything is canceled. My suggestion, go to a park, keep your distance, and wash your hands. Other than that, hang tight. George Young is here with your local DMV weather forecast, and he'll lay that out for you in just a minute after this message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. I'm Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been thinking about solar for your home or business? If so, now's the time. The economics of solar are better than ever, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. We're the local experts with the best reviews in town. We've been around for 40-plus years, and we'll be here even longer to back up the generous warranties we offer. Let me put the solar economics in perspective. A typical residential solar investment in Maryland has an annual rate of return between 8 and 12%. And where can you get 10% annual returns for more than 25 years with very low risk? Not in savings, not even in stocks. So make your smartest investment ever by installing solar now and enjoy the satisfaction of doing your part for clean energy. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Call today, 410-923-6090, or visit solarsaves.net. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, March 20th. Despite some AM rain yesterday, the day on the whole Thursday turned out fairly nice as temps worked their way up through the 60s and into the 70s for some in the PM hours. As for today, temps will definitely be in the 70s for everyone, with highs in the 80-plus range possible for some locations as well, which will help set the stage for the small but valid chance of some strong to severe thunderstorms in the afternoon or evening hours as a cold front progresses through the area from the west. And that will then set the stage for a sunny but much cooler weekend ahead with breezy highs in the 50s Saturday before a day near 50 on Sunday. From there, rain is likely Monday, and chances remain up a bit at least for Tuesday and a bit more even for Wednesday, if not longer, as the battle between cold air to the north and warm air to the south ends up bringing rainy days to the region with an uptick in lingering frontal boundaries in and around the Annapolis region for the next few weeks. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there while staying away from just about everyone else on the planet. And while doing so, be sure to make sure you have our app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. This is TJ Smith. I'm running to be your mayor. I'm not a politician. 
I'm a lifelong public servant. And right now, in our city, there is no more urgent time to serve. We need to turn the page on corruption at City Hall that spanned a decade and be swift and bold in reducing crime and trauma. It's time we think different, Baltimore. We need to want more. We need to expect more. I'm T.J. Smith, and with your support, I know that we can be more. Paid for by friends of T.J. Smith, Carlton F. Senior Treasurer. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.